Hey everyone, welcome back to Unlearning. On Unlearning, we discuss how we can free ourselves of limiting beliefs in the context of an Asian upbringing. I'm excited to have you here because today's discussion is definitely going to be interesting and I've invited a guest over as well. Carlin and I went to the same high school. Our shared experience growing up with rules we did, we did not understand and the subsequent need to rebel brought us together. We both grew up in Chinese families in the Philippines. Today, we want to talk about Chinese families that don't allow their kids to date outside their race. Since we grew up in the Philippines, this discussion might be a bit more contextual to Filipinos, but I'm sure other people with Asian heritage would also be able to relate. So welcome, Carlin, to the show, to my show. Hello. It's so nice to be Thank able you for to... inviting me. <laughs> it's so nice to be able to catch up and see your face again after I know. quite a long time. We have to maintain this long-distance relationship. <laughs> it's okay. I've had practice. <laughs> <laughs> I've had experience, too. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, thank you so much for, for agreeing to come. And um, I think I'd definitely love to hear um, about your experience in terms of like the, what we call the Great Wall of China, because you know, oh yes, um, people outside the race cannot climb this wall. Although they have tried. <laughs> Although they have tried. <laughs> they can't break it. Yeah. Or I guess in our case, they were able to. They just have to find like big holes under the ground or something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think we can also start about like how you grew up and what did your parents tell you about having to date a Chinese while you were growing up? How they explained it to you before? Okay. Um, I guess a bit of background. I am the only girl in the family. Mm -hmm. So all of the rules were superimposed on is that a word but like everything was super intense when it came to me especially in dating a Chinese Chinese Filipino um like I remember my dad would always tell us like if ever we ended up dating some like a non-Chinese we would be disowned and if anyone knew my dad like you knew that he was serious he's not the type to just like throw words around and not not you know follow through so it was actually scary. Well, it was really scary, especially if you were so dependent on your parents. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we don't really have conversations. So it was never really a discussion that we had. It was always just them like telling us like we would be disowned. Um, but then I guess as we grew older, I started asking why more, even though like he'd get mad at me for asking why. But I guess, like, I, I realized that um, he preferred us dating a Chinese Filipino because it would make our life easier if we ended up with one. Because, like, we'd have the same upbringing, which means that we'd have similar values, practices, traditions, and language. Mm -hmm. And maybe my dad thinks that having less differences would equal to having less disagreements and less fighting um and maybe it also means that you know like they would know how to traverse my parents' likes and preferences easier just yeah. because they understand the culture 
Mm. And like being Chinese Filipino, you know what it means to like be able to appease the parents. Mm. Like it's such a big thing to get their approval. Um, and since we're in such a family-oriented community, it's super important. Yeah. And when when they said that to you, uh, when they told you that, or with, when you tried to analyze the situation and think that um, dating a Chinese person might make it easier, um, do you think that's true? Or do you think that there's any truth to that? Or do you understand what they mean? Then, well, before dating a Filipino, I didn't understand what they meant. I felt like people are just people and like values transcend races. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was something that I definitely didn't agree with my parents. Um, and that's why like I ended up still dating a Filipino. But then like in hindsight, <laughs> after after having dated a Filipino and also now dating a Chinese Filipino, I can attest, I guess, to the ease of being with someone who has the same background as you. Mm. But then this is already like all in hindsight. But obviously this is something I didn't... Like I felt like since we were young anyway and we were in love like you know you can you can conquer all overcome yeah you can overcome any difference yeah like it was just a matter of like working for it right mm. yeah i mean i definitely think there is some truth to that um when you do come from a similar culture there are some things you don't have to explain um, there are some eggshells you don't have to describe, <laughs> and if that's true. It's from another culture. They don't know that these eggshells exist, and they're just gonna like stomp all over these eggshells. Basically, have their feet bleed, but then it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's true, and they don't even know it. Yeah, because like it's something that you know that they never had to deal with. Yeah, I think there's definitely some truth to it still. Um, I mean, growing up as well, it was my grandfather who told me that I should date a Chinese person. Um, But the irony in our family is my grandmother, so his wife, is Filipino. (laughs) I know! That was so strange! (laughs) And then then I asked asked him, like, straightforward, I was like, so why do I have a date to date a Chinese person, but she's not Chinese anyway? And um, the way he justified it was shocking um, <laughs> because he's, she is um, half Japanese as well. Like her dad was a soldier in the war. So he literally responded to me by saying, well, she's yellow anyway, so it counts. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> totally, um, yeah, like race-centric way of describing. Yeah, that's so strange. Um, why? It should be, um, and that also obviously made it more difficult for me to understand, especially because it was a little bit hypocritical. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think, I think it is definitely, or it was important for me to also see where they were coming from. Um, and yeah, as you said earlier, even though there is truth to it, 
um, where was there any resentment towards what what your dad was saying, like in terms of well, obviously, like yeah, if he says he'll disown you, <laughs> like, yeah. not a nice thing to hear. But um, did you? How did you understand what he meant by it and where he was coming from? Like, did you also develop, yeah, resentful feelings towards it? Yeah, I was. There was definitely a lot of resentment growing up. Um, everyone knew that I had a rebellious face, as with all. Chinese Filipino daughters. <laughs> friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I really didn't agree with any of their teachings and priorities because I felt like it was too narrow-minded and like generally not applicable to our generation. Like that's what I always thought before. Mm. Um, that like their belief was really just more applicable to their own generation. Um, yeah, and it's, like, of my siblings, like, I was the only one who verbalized my disagreement the most. Mm-hmm. And this obviously got me into so much trouble. But I feel like it also allowed me to understand my parents more. Only because, like, we, since we don't talk, um, everyone just kind of accepts my dad's words as, as the law. Right. Um, which didn't sit well for me because for me, I really needed to understand why, to be able to be okay with it. Mm. And I feel like there was resentment because things were never explained to us. Yeah. Um, but because like I kept on like arguing with them, we like that kind of like forced a conversation, I guess, even though it was really uncomfortable. But like through those um through the through those conversations i was able to kind of like understand or get bits of bits of like information from like where my dad is coming from and everything so i guess that helps me now like being less angry i get to kind of like piece them all together <laughs> yeah and and see where they're coming from although i i still don't agree with it completely but you realize that it was really not stemmed out of like their hate for you or like they're wanting to control you but more of like their concern Mm. for your future yeah it was similar for me like as complicated as the issue is and as you know as different as we are i did find comfort in the fact that it was based in love and care essentially because um i knew that he just wanted what was best for me and in his mind that was what was best for me um because you know it um the others will see your status in society as better blah 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 you know like yeah it's always about what other people think of us exactly (laughs) um and even though I disagree that that's the most important thing, et cetera, like, um, it really did help me accept the situation and understand the situation a lot more when I, yeah, when I realized that it was really stemmed in love anyway, as twisted as it can be. Um, yeah. wants what's best for you, and um, in his mind, that is what is best for you. Um, and it also wasn't shocking 
to see um, that in, yeah, when I went to China, like a lot of people there or parents there think the same way as well. So it really is a very strong, like cultural um, sense of great. Yeah. Like yeah. It, this, this really does come from um, culture and there is really no other um, strong explanation for it. And you can't really help how someone is raised or um, yeah. And that, that really also helped me kind of see it from his perspective. Um, and was it easy for you to like talk about it with your parents? Cause you said you were the most vocal. Yeah, it definitely wasn't easy because we don't talk. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, like we never, our communication before was just like a one-way thing. Like our dad just telling us what he wants us to do and then us obeying. That's it. Like it was never like a two-way thing. Mm. Um, so the same with the whole dating, especially dating a non-Chinese. Um, what happened was it was so funny. Like one time after college, I was already working in the family business and then he asked me for like he asked me to sit with him and like this is super it's it never happens so like I was so afraid <laughs> um so when I sat down he started like telling me about how like oh I'm getting older and like I'm a woman so I need to fi eventually find a partner because like you know, like I have, like I have to have children, and my window is getting smaller and smaller. Um, and then, like he basically, like he gave me the talk to find someone to date, and like that's the one that kind of opened up the conversation of my being in a relationship already, but with a Filipino. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and then, when I said that he was Filipino. My dad was just super silent. <laughs> and then the conversation just ended. <laughs> and then what transpired after that was like, of course, like since he already knew of the existence of my then boyfriend, like I had to introduce them or like, you know, bring him to the house. And that, that's what happened. But then like the first few months, like my parents would super run away from him. And like they would hide from him when they when they were finally in the same room, they wouldn't even like have eye contact. They wouldn't address him by his name. It was so crazy. Mm. So that that was really funny because like they they really tried to kind of push him away, but it never worked. Yeah. That sounds like a pretty intense experience of like not even wanting to say hi to this person, essentially. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, it sounds pretty intense, but I feel like it's a common thing here in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Or, or common amongst like Chinese families. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, common about Chinese families. Yeah. This is, the this is not the first time I've heard of it. Um, so, if your dad didn't bring up this whole your window is closing discussion you think you would have been able to bring it up on your own no i really wouldn't have like everyone i dated before and they were all non-chinese they were <laughs> all hidden 
And I feel like that's the case as well with most Chinese Filipino. Mm. It's so strange. Like, just thinking about it, like, we have to hide even our, like, that part of our lives. Yeah. I mean, so if you were to tell yourself um, or give yourself advice for how to bring it up, knowing what you do now, like, how would you advise yourself and also others in this situation to to bring it up with their parents? Because I guess you also can't necessarily run away from it forever. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You really can't. And if you try, it'll, it'll it's so tiring. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's also one of the reasons why I just stopped and then just admitted to my parents that it was my reality then. Um, but then I guess what I would tell myself in, is that to kind of be brave and just like force yourself to have that very uncomfortable conversation with your parents. Yeah. Because like at the end of the day, they just really want what's best for you. And I guess you kind of have to try to align what you think is best for yourself and what they think is best for you mm-hmm. cuz like i feel like in my situation my parents didn't really know me and i feel like in our society that's that is the reality for most yeah since like the chinese filipinos don't really have like a like an open relationship between yeah. parent and child there's usually like they don't really know who we are and like that and that was always like a something I would tell myself like how would you know what's good for me if you don't really if you don't even know who I am Mm. so I feel like that might have that might help I guess ease the blow Mm. Like, if you try it, if you find a way to, like, politely explain to them who you are and, like, what you're looking for in a relationship, maybe that would encourage them to talk or to share as well, like, what they think we need in a relationship and find the middle ground. Right. That's definitely something I didn't do, but I feel like... (laughs) It was like it it might be better, like you wouldn't have to go through all of the suffering or arguments that I went through if you just sat down and had a conversation. Mm. But how do you even start talking about who you are and what makes you happy and your preferences in a relationship if you don't necessarily have that open dialogue to begin with like you know, you you can't just walk into a room and say like, hey, mom and dad, um, <laughs> I want a man who, you know, like, it's, it's just a, a very huge um, discussion that, yeah, you'd have to probably like, um, right, have, right. Like, how, would, yeah. how would you even start that? I feel like these things, you can't ease into it only because we're in a society that doesn't talk. So I guess everything is kind of just like dropping the bomb. (laughs) But I guess, 
But one thing that I can see as an opening is when, I guess, when they start sharing what they think is best for you. Yeah. Maybe that's where you can kind of like raise the. Um, yeah, I feel like that that can be an opening. Right. But obviously, like, you shouldn't fight them because that would just make them <clears throat> not hear what you're trying to say. Yeah. Uh, but maybe try to, like, since you know your parents, you can find a way that would, I don't know, actually. them. I mean, yeah. What worked for me was um, because I often had guy friends over, like who were just really friends. Um, I kind of brought, um, yeah, a guy over as a friend. And then when time passed and he was just always there, <laughs> to wonder, <laughs> you know, why? that's so funny. <laughs> that's strange. Um, and, and then I was confronted, like, so something going on between you two, you know, and that's that's kind of how I I ease them into the the discussion. So I I do agree with what you said that yeah, typically you drop bombs left and right because. <laughs> yeah anything um but I, I think what worked for me was definitely years of easing them into the situation so you know it started when i was 17 bringing dudes home from 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 like um college and high school and then they got used to that like at first they found that weird but but then i just kept saying i mean they're friends right and you'd always be in a group so then they wouldn't question anything and then after a while you get to have projects one-on-one with a guy. <laughs> and then that I wasn't was- even allowed, dude. Like, I feel like that's already something that's more progressive, I think, in our society. For them to allow you to have, like, guy guests over and, like, sleepover, even. Oh, they didn't sleep over. Like, let's not go crazy here. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they just came to do homework in the living room and, you know. Um, but no, they- but I wasn't even allowed. Like, mm. yeah, I don't even get to that level. So, well, I really had no choice but to drop bombs. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, like, I dropped small bombs as I grew older, so it was super like gradual. It wasn't like one day I will bring home a guy, you know. Like it wasn't. Like, yeah. I think if because I think obviously if you like bring a guy home and you've never brought a guy home before, then that will obviously like bring questions. Um, but but another thing that helped me was um, just having a discussion about you know our relationship. Um, so one day I was. I wasn't seeing anyone yet. Like I was single and I was in the car with my grandfather and I, we just got to talking about, you know, um, yeah, if he, if he wants me to be happy or, or would he like prefer me to be with a Chinese person? And in the end, like he basically said, of course, I want you to be happy um, after a discussion. 
um, and that that was what matters to him. And and for him, me being happy means me being with a Chinese person. So I think we, after we established that my happiness was also important to him, it was easier to also have that discussion of, um, you know, what what actually makes me happy later on when when like we'd have to bring it up, but. Um, it also put my mind at ease personally because then I knew that, you know, he cares about me and at the end of the day, like, he loves me basically, even though I don't think he's really ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's normal. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, like, um, I, think, I think centering the topic, the conversation around your happiness and your relationship and you wanting you and him to have a good relationship, um, I think also kind of softens any tough exterior that a Chinese parent or grandparent might have. Um, yeah, at least that was my experience. Like, even though he is super, it's kind of like a turtle, you know, they have a hard shell and then you just need to. Yeah, that's true. To, to, to get into the shell so that you can be with them in the shell as well. <laughs> Yeah, everything <laughs> with with them in this show, um, and that that's what really helped me um, understand or be more at peace with the situation too. Um, mm. Yeah, so for for anyone who doesn't know how to start, like I would, I think that's a good starting point. Um, talking about that, or yeah, you can do my a years long strategy of. First, bringing a guy home, a group of guys, and then sooner or later they just somehow um, decrease and become get comfortable with the idea. Yeah, yeah. And at one point as well, I I had a lot of friends from ISEC, which is a student organization that does international exchange. Um, so at one point, I had like five foreigners at at home. <laughs> so I think when when I started dating foreigners as well. Um, that also didn't become weird. So it was just like small shock after small shock. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Sooner or later, they just started joking that I was the DFA, Department of Foreign Affairs. <laughs> I was always like bringing, bringing diplomats <laughs> from different countries. That's true. I remember, I remember those times. Yeah, exactly. Like you were also in that group with me when we were, um, <laughs> when we were hanging out with foreigners a lot. Yeah, but in my case, like, they were all hidden. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't say that I thought about it. But I, I mean, I was 17, right? I wasn't strategic about who I was bringing home. Um, but, but I like, looking back, I think that's what really helped them accept my situation as well. Like, just slowly um, opening their minds up, basically. Um, but what about you? Like, what do you think is the key to having them accept your relationship? Like, what made them finally say hi to <laughs> to the Filipino? <laughs> I well, it's it's super similar to your experience actually. That when you ask your grandfather about like what his priority is, like your happiness or your being with a Chinese person. Um, I feel like 
asking that question is actually the key as well to making your parents accept your relationship with a non-Chinese. Mm-hmm. Because like if you understand like their priorities for why they want you to be with a non-Chinese, uh, sorry, they want you to be with, with a Chinese Filipino, then you can make them see that it's also possible with the non-Chinese. And which was how I did it with my past relationship um, with a Filipino, like with that guy that they were running away from. Um, like, even though they were running away from him, like my then boyfriend would always still be super polite and would still make such an effort to appease them or to make them happy. Mm-hmm. And like, we continue doing that over and over and over again because I remember saying, like, kindness will always prevail. Like, I know my parents. I feel like they just want someone who is kind and who is loving and who is yeah. patient. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since they know how difficult I can be also. Uh, so they, I feel like they saw that in the guy I was dating before. Because mm. um, obviously, like, they super, they did a lot of rude things that would have made someone just get upset and leave. Yeah. But then this guy stayed. And, like, instead of being upset, like, he showed even more kindness and even more love. So, like, I'd like to believe that they saw that he was good for me. And that's why, like, they eventually accepted him. Yeah. So, like, I guess the key is understanding what your parents want for you and for themselves, like, in relation to your relationship. Like, you can ask them, like, do they want you to have, like, financial stability? Or do they want you to be, like, in a warm, loving family? Or do you want to retain, like, the same values? Or... Like, do they want someone who can understand them and understand their language so that they don't have to, like, make an effort to explain themselves? Yeah. So things like that. Like, if you can show them that you can achieve this with your current non-Chinese boyfriend or girlfriend, like, that might be a good start to fighting for your relationship. Yeah. But it's also something that you have to point out to them. Mm. Because, like... Sometimes they just forget the reason for why they want you to be with a Chinese person. Yeah. And like when you just kind of like show it to them, that I guess that's when they slowly realize that it's true. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be with a, a certain race for you to be able to achieve what you want to achieve. Yeah. Like, it's still achieving their goal, but you're doing it on your own terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I guess for you, like, when you kind of, like, dropped small bombs and it took you years to make them see, I guess this is my version. Like, I, I dropped a big bomb at the start <laughs> by saying that I'm with a, <laughs> I'm saying with, like, I'm with a non-Chinese. But the process of getting them to accept that person was pretty long for me like it I think it also took years for them to actually to accept him mm. yeah crazy um, yeah it's really the long game but I feel like the good like no one can deny the good 
no one can deny goodness. Mm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think that's the thing as well. Like in my experience, the yeah Chinese parents or grandparents usually put a blanket over all Filipinos and just assume that they're um, less of a good fit because they're Filipino without actually trying to get to know the person. Um, so I think for me, the key there is for them to get to know the person well enough and like them enough to be able to see beyond that initial blanket of fear or um, yeah. place that they initially had in their brains. Um, because as you said, like no one can deny someone who's good to you, good to your daughter. And um, that's exactly what my grandfather said too. Because um, I called him up the other day because I was really curious. Like I was like, so why did you accept um, my now husband, even though he's not Chinese? And um, he, he literally told me like, well, he's really likable. He's a nice guy. So <laughs> it just goes to show that, um, yeah, and at the end of the day, the day once they got to know him, because I introduced him as my friend for a really long time. But so um, once they got to know him, they couldn't, um, yeah, they couldn't, they, they could see past um, the race aspect of it. Mm. Um, and I think it's, it's also probably, as you said, that other person could take small steps to adapt to the, the culture whether it's like learning a couple words or phrases in Chinese or whether it's like um, practicing a tradition that they might not have practiced before. Um, like, um, and yeah. that's exactly what my then boyfriend did. Yeah. Like he learned Chinese. He um, started doing certain practices that only we do. It was just, it was something that I had to explain to him, of course. Yeah. Um, but I guess my parents also saw the, like, his commitment in the relationship because, like, he learned all of these things or he, like, started doing all of these things even if he didn't have to. Yeah. And that, that added to their appreciation of him. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Like, kind of, like... Um getting plus points <laughs> by yeah exact brownie points brownie points <laughs> um by adapting to the other person's culture i think that's also super helpful and i also tell alessio my husband all the time that um yeah it is really important there are a lot of un there are a lot of hidden rules when it comes to being part of an asian family i think especially a chinese family um that you and I might understand and have innately within us because we grew up with it. Yeah. <laughs> foreigner, like you have no clue. You know, you're like, what is happening? <laughs> um, so yeah, exactly. There were like several times that I did have to explain to him, this is how we should do it, you know. <laughs> um, and I think that's really important as well in, in the acceptance aspect. Um, but, but what about like for you in the future? Like, from your experience, do you think you'll have any rules towards your kids for who they can or cannot date? Whether it's, you know, um, related to race, but also 
um, other aspects? I've spoken to my current boyfriend, who's ironically the first Chinese Filipino I have ever been with. Um, so I've talked to him about this, actually, and we both agree that we won't limit the race. But, like, I'm very value-driven, so as long as the person is hardworking, has good values, and, like, has a good head um, on his shoulders, I feel like I'll be happy. Mm. It would be so hypocritical of me to, like, limit my children as much as I was limited, because, like, that gave me so much anger and resentment towards my parents. And I feel like it's just generally unnecessary, because... I don't know, like, it just feels counterintuitive to, like, ruin your relationship with your child because you want them to do something you think is best for them. Yeah. Like, for me, it's like, if you want the best for them, go for happiness now. Like, I don't see why you have to kind of bend them to uh, what you think is best for them. Mm-hmm. So, there, like, for me, it's really just, Bottom line, the person has to be good. Yeah. And I'll, like, be able to rest easy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely agree with that. There's, that, there's definitely a lot of um, cultural factors that come into play, like, based on, the, like, because of how we grew up. Um, but I think, personally, I also would definitely focus on the personality and anything outside of that is, you know, doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think I want to be um, cautious and um, mindful of your time as well. So thank you for joining today. I do have like some final questions that we ask. Um, everyone that joins the podcast these might be difficult (laughs) questions so (laughs) get ready um and the first question is what did you what is something you used to believe in but have unlearned oh okay um in relation to the topic or just just in in general yeah in general Oh, well, I guess I used to think that more is better more in terms of everything. But um, just to give an example, like more friends, I used to think more friends would be a happier life. Mm. Um, but then eventually, as I grew older, I realized that you have to really be more intentional with your time with each friend. Yeah. And if you want to, like, have quality time with every person you value, like, it it doesn't mean more is better anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I realized less is even better in terms of quality. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like that also goes with a lot of things, like, less, less things, less... Mm-hmm. Less things equals less things to worry about. Yeah. So I guess that's also something that I've been trying to practice more. Yeah. To get rid of the unnecessary and be content with what you have. Mm. Yeah, that's a really good one. 
It, I can definitely relate. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to make a law that you think would make the world a better place, what would it be? Like, just make a, an overall, um, yeah, rule that everyone had to follow. Share. Mm. That's it. Share. Everything. Yeah. Wives joke. Oh wow, that's that sounds so communistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So ironic because we're talking about the Chinese. Yeah, I know. Oops, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I, I got the intention. <laughs> um, and last, what are you still unlearning right now? I am still unlearning that I know everything. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. I am so happy to have you and to discuss this with you. As you know, this is a super common topic amongst um, Chinese Filipino families. And I've heard endless stories so similar to you and so similar to mine. Um, and I do hope that, yeah, like families can find a resolution to this issue um, and that if you are in love with someone who isn't Chinese but you are required to be with someone who's Chinese that you'll also be able to find a way to um, have this discussion with your family. There is hope. Don't give up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you for having me. Yes. It was such a fun conversation. I can't believe this is I don't know. I can't believe. I mean, it just feels like such a nice conversation that anyone should participate in. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I really, really hope I can see you soon. Um, I'll definitely update you if I can come to the Philippines. But I know. Yeah. I miss you and Alessio. Come over. Um, I mean, <laughs> so yeah. long as it's safe. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you also. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen. If you enjoyed, we would really appreciate it if you click the subscribe button on Spotify or Apple right now. And we'd love it as well if you could leave us a rating and review. Doing this helps us reach more people and help them unlearn their limiting beliefs.